Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians. So welcome to episode 59. We actually have like a really incredible guest today. Um, my name is Mangile Makokwa. Find me under Wealthy Money on Facebook and uh, under Mangile Makokwa on Instagram and Twitter. You can also search Wealthy Money. You'll find me there uh, on the social media platforms. So with me is my co-host. Dr. Miranda, Prop Doc Mom. We are on to this thing, right? On all my platforms, I have... Um, changed my name from Mizorin Maker to Prop Doc Mom. I am a property mentor and your go to coach because we do incredible things at Prop Doc Mom. It, 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 um, and there's lots going on in the background, Zangi. Lots, right? Oh, I'm working, I'm probably that. working. What are you up to? <laughs> We are automating the system so that my mentees can access some of the information that I give mm. them to the sessions. We are automating how people can 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 sign on on the prop doc mom when you want yeah. mentorship and you will be able to see whether there are slots or not. It's yeah. it's then yeah. And sometimes I discuss something with a mentee. The minute I put the phone down, they've totally forgotten what I was talking about. So <laughs> automating the documents and whatever yeah. it is that we've spoken about so that they yeah. have got a lifetime access to those and they can yeah. use it all the time because there are different tools, you know, in property yeah. mentorship that people need, templates yeah. of things, templates of agreements, yep. they offer to yep. purchase just so that they can they can learn exactly what yep. I tell them to do to say you can change those clauses. It's been <laughs> an incredible journey, right? So Ooh, what are, it what are for a new notification before the end of the coming weekend? I'm sure we will have something going at Prop Doc Mom. So, oh wow, seriously, you guys are yes. almost ready to launch. It's Ooh. been uh, right. I'm not oh. a writer, so I've been writing a lot of stuff and a lot of material that is going to be on the website, on the landing page. So very excited about it, very apprehensive wow. about how it's going to look like. But, you know, I'm supported You've by... You've got an incredible designer. Wealthy Money's very own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophia is, is amazing. Oh, my God, she's vicious. Sophia is amazing. Ooh, that is too long. No, edit that. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia hates crazy. almost everything that I write. Not like hates it, but she's always like... We need to cut everything down. <laughs> I love it, Mizo. I'm excited for the launch of Prop Doc Mom. So yeah. on the back end, uh, so for me, on my end, yeah, you know, you've been helping us with like the with the building. With the building. Um, oh my gosh. We hired Tony from episode 57 as well as a coach. So between you oh and him, he is helping us with the um, with the building. And the I building. honestly 
like I told you, as I told you before, right after this recording, I have to go run through the numbers for the building and all that. So we're in the midst of trying to find funding for that because we've put down the deposit and everything. So I'm just like, oh my God, this is actually (laughs) taking a bit of time. We've had to call up uh, QSs, we're dealing with uh, finding contractors, we're we're doing all these things that I just like, oh my gosh, this is new, but... This is new, this is business. Now, you've gone straight into the development, into a development space uh, inadvertently, inadvertently, (laughs) you thought you were just buying a building, but you are in development now. (laughs) Which is what I tell oh. my, my 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 mentees all the time that mm. sometimes you find yourself in the middle of a complicated process yeah. that you didn't anticipate because yeah. you've seen other people build three units at the back of their mm. house. But that's a development project, right? It's a yeah. micro development. Your restoration of the building into a residential is development. Ooh. So I must totally tell you, like. I'm like, wow, guys, like all I want is to just curl up in bed and watch movies and just forget that this is the journey I'm on. But this is it, right? We said we wanted, we said we're going to get into property and property investing. And here we are. Yeah. Right. And I'm like on most days, guys, I'll talk to Mizo. She's like, sorry, I'm on site. I'm doing this, I'm viewing this, I'm talking to this person. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. I'm really? falling apart. But now you're also talking real estate with me. No, I don't. No, no. leave me alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's awesome. But like the, the guest that we have today is mm. has become the master of doing what exactly what you're doing, guys. Yeah. Right? Tao Rai Jack is, I know him from Sapin the mm. South African Property Investors Network. He is in, in, in the network. Amazing, amazing stuff that they do at M5 Property Addicts. They came together and all they do is buy a building, renovate, mm. move along to the next, rent out the mm. first one, pay out their investors. He's going to talk to us about how they got together and he's going to demonstrate the power of relationships very excited for you to hear about about this and he's he's amazing he is amazing and without further ado oh let me just give a little addendum here Mizo basically conducted this entire entire interview on her own because my internet decided to go on the fritz so thank you Mizo and guys like literally like send Mizo lots of thank yous and love notes because she (laughs) held it down so without further ado you know what's funny what's funny is you don't notice how you feed on another person's um energy then yeah I would get very stuck or yeah. what to say then what to say next because I'm so used to having your energy along with mine. So it, it was yeah. it was interesting to do, but he was so <laughs> gracious and patient as well. Let's do yeah. it. And it's actually quite great because usually we stumble over each other because we get overly excited. Yeah. So that was interesting. So thank you, Mizo. And guys, <laughs> without further ado, you're in for a treat. Let's go.
Hi, Tarai. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you on the show. Mm. Boom, boom. How's it going? Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Tarai will take over your show, Vagide, if you don't, if you don't bring him in. <laughs> It's okay. That's why he's here, right? That's why he's here. It's all right with you. We've, we are so glad you came. Um, thank you again for saying thank you. Um, saying yes to the interview. Yeah. Bangile, do you want to start us off? Yes, I do. Actually, so, Tarai, Misa and I have been following you around for you. a few months now, actually. Yeah. We, we love following various, all our various guests. And then we like yeah. send WhatsApps and we're like, oh my God. And then obviously, um, I feel like a lot of us, uh, as we start our property journey, find out about you and M5 Property Addicts. Can you please tell us who you are, what you do, and what is M5 Property Addicts? Yeah, so, so Tara is just a simple guy um, trying to really make a difference Firstly, in my own personal capacity and in the communities that I serve. Um, and look, I've been doing this for, for a long, long time. Um, wow. But I was just saving, I think, people that were helping me to get where I am now. Okay. And, you know, um, I started doing this when I was employed. So uh, when I was employed back in the days, I would literally just be able to save other people. I, my background is banking and we all know we get to, to a bank somehow and you save people, right? Um, yes. But I realized that uh, somewhere along the line, I didn't want to be saving other people for the longest time without mm -hmm. having to build something that is off my own. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that gave birth to a, to a lot of things within my space at that particular time. Look, I had just come from being an ordinary guy and getting into the workplace. And because you're just exposed to a number of things, you actually don't know that there's other opportunities out there. Um, so I knew that I didn't want to be employed. I knew that I wanted to build something for myself that I knew, but I just didn't know how. Um, and I think the first thing that, that, that got me intrigued, uh, which is one of the things that I'm grateful for is that within my church community, um, okay. my senior pastor is very much around biblical, but very much around being practical. So yes, yeah. pray about it. Yes, consult God around it. But yeah. what are you doing? What, are, what, are, what is your hands doing? Okay. And, and he's got the view that even if you're employed, you are mm -hmm. running a business. Um, okay. But I didn't like the fact that I was running a business and I was the last person being paid. Because <laughs> if, you know, if you're a, uh, an employee, you, right. the first person to get paid is, is the government. The, yeah. the tax bill takes their money and yeah. then you mm -hmm. get what's left over, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. so, so with that, I was like, what can I do? And I thought, okay, fine, let me start a sort of a business. Mm -hmm. And literally yeah. the first type of a business that I went to, it's not anywhere property related. Um, yeah, I went into diapers. So basically I would buy diapers at a wow. and I would sell them at market value. And I made good money out of it, you know. Okay. Um, wow. All right. That, that, that was not a good business because everything was cash based. 
I see. Um, mm. And, and um, in some of the markets that I was doing that, you know, uh, some of the guys that I was employing, they started yeah. getting being followed around and I decided mm, not a good business. Okay. But I had tasted utilizing a credit card and understanding that if you borrow money on a credit card for around about 55 days at that time, you don't yeah. pay interest. And what I would do is that I would buy the stock and literally spin the stock off before I have to buy interest. So I had kind of like free capital. I see. Right? And I continued like that. And for a season, mm-hmm. the bank started liking me. So mm-hmm. I was bumped off from 5,000 rand to 20,000. And at a point, okay. I think my credit card was around about 200,000 in credit. And okay. I had that money available to me. So the okay. more capital I had, the more stock I could buy. Okay. And I would be able to do more. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I then was like, started thinking, I'm like, hold on, but you can do that with cars as well. Mm-hmm. And I took the same concept and I started doing car rental. So I, right. I, I literally just stopped the, um, the, the first business of the diapers, moved all my cash into car rental. Again, right. I would go to the bank. The bank would say, yes, Mr. Jack, we can give you X amount of money. Right. I take that and I go in and I would give in someone else to rent my vehicle uh-huh. and they'll pay me a premium. And out of that, I would pay the bank. So I'm kind of mm. like getting money free. Mm, but the nice difficulties thing. that I realized there was that both the, the diapers and the, and the car were kind of like not assets. Um, and mm. they grow legs and they could disappear. Uh-huh. Um, mm. and, <laughs> and I thought, I, I, I need something that's tangible. And yeah. when I started looking yeah. around, I went into, I actually bought a farm, quite a big farm, 21 hectares. And I went there and I bought a farm and we started doing chickens. Yeah, yeah. And Wow, you've been at this a while, eh? Like you've been at this. I'm listening. I'm impressed yeah. though. I'm yeah. super impressed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I am yeah. telling you. But so right, tell, 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 tell me, so was that your first property when you bought the that farm. farm was it your first property or did you have a primary home how do you how did you even think of farm so look the farm was 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 not my first property to be buying um my, my first property oh, okay. was a home that my, my wife and i we bought at the time when we were boyfriend and girlfriend and it was literally a home okay. so we looked around and we're like okay, okay fine. how many kids are we going to have and we're like okay, I think this kind of like works for us and that's the place that I still okay. stay now. The farm was oh. the first investment property that I bought. I, okay. That's what I'm talking. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Hmm. And, okay. And at the time, were you thinking real estate is what I want to get into or you were buying the farm because you were thinking of chickens? It wasn't really related <laughs> to real estate. <laughs> so look, I... I at the time, I'd been exposed a little bit about the McDonald's model. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I'd read about it. I, it kind of like made sense to me. So I was looking mm-hmm. for a, some form of land that I can buy, but I can have a business on top of it. I and see. in my view, I was mm-hmm. thinking, well, if I have the business on top of it and I own the land, hey, I'm yeah. winning on both sides. Of course. Okay. But that yeah, was just that makes sense. I, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. 
and I went in to buy the farm and I started doing chickens, started doing well at some point. At some point, I kind of like lost everything and my wife and I, yeah. we went dead around about seven million or so. And oh, yeah, wow, that is yeah. intense. That is intense. Um, he's, he's, that is he's intense. Very, yeah. Gosh, all right. I've heard this story twice already at Sapin, and I think I can't remember where else I heard you talk about this. But how you put it as well is because you are such a serial entrepreneur, your your spirit of not giving up is what just catches mm. my breath. That is so incredible. So, so Miranda, yeah. the, the thing about not giving up, right? If uh, I, I pride myself to be the, mm-hmm. I am the only child between my parents. Okay. So, so none, oh, of, wow. none of my parents uh, got married to each other. They kind of like got, got, got together and boom, they left and I was born. And, yeah. and for me, I, I pride myself of being in that position because I have no backup. Mm. I, I have no fallback on do I yeah. have a sibling? Yeah. Is my mom going to support me? Or is my because because yeah. that doesn't exist, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. for some other people, they might be like, ah, okay. I'm gonna go to my sister. So I have no choice except to mm. fall to forge ahead. <laughs> to back, yeah, to bounce back, right? That's awesome. that's awesome. <laughs> Then do you want to go? Wow. So what, was there an emotional um, process with it, with buying a farm? It's all right, because that's huge, man. That's huge, right? Buying a farm. What was that emotional journey in, in buying that, that, that strategy? I see that you were buying a business. Yeah. So, so that's a very good question, right? In, in hindsight, mm. I think for me, um, I just didn't buy the farm. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm going to switch off my video. Sorry, guys. Like, I'm in monsoon season in Sri Lanka, so life is a little different right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So were there any doubts, any fears? What, what was that about, buying a farm and then losing it? Yeah, so thanks, Miranda, on that, right? So mm. when, I, when I bought the farm, the, my car rental business was doing well. Um, yeah. A, a, a peak, we had around about 50 cars on the street. Oh, good. Um, yeah. But I had met these guys that were um, coming out of rainbow chickens. Um, you know, ordinary South Africans would know rainbow chickens. And at some point, yeah. they, they then shut down. So these guys, what they were doing, they, they were saying invest in chickens. And I went in, I invested in them. And at the time, I think for every 25,000 rand, you would get 1,000 rand every six weeks. The mathematics okay. there, it made sense, right? Mm-hmm. But, but the more mm-hmm. I looked at their model, I went in and I asked the question, guys, how come you don't have your own farms? It doesn't make sense yeah, for me that you are sense. renting out farms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and they said to, the, to me, they didn't have capital to do that. So I looked at myself, I'm like, hold on. But what if I come in and become a partner? I've got, I can, I've got enough credit uh, profile to go and buy a farm. And a farm. these guys come in and partner mm. up with me, with their knowledge. It made sense to me. It was a transactional business. There was no emotions there. It, it was a number thing. 
And <laughs> I spoke to my wife. My wife said to me, but where are we going to get a farm? And, and I started looking for farms. I remember at a particular time, my Friday all the way to Sunday, I was in places that I didn't even know before and I was looking for farms. Wow. Right. And, and eventually we, we, we found this one and in Bella Bella and we bought it. And we're like, okay, fine, let's move in. Um, yeah. We had a goal. The goal was very simple. Put up the structures for the, kitchen, uh, for the chickens so that the chickens can pay off the farm. Simple like that. Yeah. 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 Wow. And then what happened with this? Then what happened to with the seven million rand in debt? How did you find yourself in that debt? And then how uh, how did you manage to get yourself out of that? Yeah, so so here's the thing, right? When you're working with partners, um, yeah. so sometimes partners are partners with you, or you are the partner to them, and and there's a difference there. And okay, and mm. it only works for me. Uh, with what I know now, when partners yeah. are partners with each other, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I want to qualify those statements by saying that um, when I started off on the chicken business, I didn't know nothing about chickens, nothing at all, mm-hmm. right? Um, the only thing that I'd known about chicken was potentially in my young younghood, my, my grandmother say had some chickens for Christmas that we had bought and they were being slaughtered. That's, that's kind of <laughs> like it. Sweet. Other than that, <laughs> I didn't know whether how you raise chickens. It was all learning. I went into YouTube. I started learning a lot of videos from um, the uh, the US, uh, Argentina, okay. those kind of places. Yeah, yeah. But but I relied a lot with these guys to come in as my partners, and what they promised. Eventually, when we got the farm, eventually when we had the structures, they didn't pitch up, right? And out of that, oh. we we're like, we'll be fine. How can we make it work? Yeah. We, we, we can make it work. And that's when the YouTube University kicked in. And okay. um, we started looking around in the communities, who is doing chickens. And literally, I would go in on a Friday night saturday sunday on someone's farm and i would be helping in those farms for me to be able to learn how do they do it how to do it and mm. i would come back to my farm and i would implement that mm. but now to answer your question uh Vangile, in in literal sense what what happened is the farm started working however when you jump in to do something that you're not so sure of that you don't know that you're not educated you are going to lose money. It's just that that's simple. Mm. Yeah, okay. But there's a lot of things okay. that you don't know. And mm. yes. we hit with some viruses, the diseases came in, we were quarantined Ooh, yeah. at one point. Wow, hey? I think at a yeah. point, by the time we got quarantined, I think it was around about 40,000 chickens that were bent. Like, that, yeah. like it averaged 35 rand times 40,000 that was bent at that time. Hello. Oh my goodness. Uh, no way. Yeah, but they had disease, so you, you can't do anything. They had to go. So, ah. having lost oh. that, um, that's all capital gone. You know, yeah. we're like, okay, fine, yeah. how best can we get up again? Um, the, 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 the company for the car rental was still doing okay. We had downscaled around about 10 cars. 
and um, we took in a little bit of money from there. We plowed it back again into the farm, but the farm couldn't just get up. Couldn't get up. Mm. Yeah, and, and eventually oh. we were down. We ended up selling the farm uh, at a much bigger loss. I was a distressed seller. Uh, the farm was still in good sure. shape. Wow. And, um, if it wasn't for the fact that I was working at the bank at that time, I think yeah. reposition with what we always see people being repossessed and things like that, that could have happened to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But now, Farah, oh. and I was calling you Farai. Wow, the story, right? Now, yeah. how do you even end up in property? Like, who has? Now, now you've lost the farm. Now you've lost it, uh, probably selling at a loss because now you're a distressed um, yeah. farm owner. How does it even begin? Where you, yeah, how does that begin? So, so at a time, I, I, I'm a, I, I always think myself as, as the guy who thinks ahead. Mm. Um, yeah. you know, and I want to plan, I want to plan what's going to happen. So okay. I want to kind of like see it uh, before it even happens, even if it doesn't happen that way, but I want to, I want to see it. So I've got a plan for it. Mm. And, mm. and when we were doing okay on the farm and mm. we started getting some money coming in, Right. I literally sat down with my wife and I said to her, dude, we've got this money coming in. What are we going to do with it? Mm. And we had been buying properties in, in, normal, in a normal processes without investing, like proper investing. Yeah. Um, and we said, I think let's grow our portfolio and let's bring in all the money that's coming in from the farm, put it in into buying um, properties cash. Oh, but we know very well that we don't go oh. out. Yeah. So we started exploring to see yes. who is giving education around this. And I started again YouTube education and okay. I stumbled upon um, Uncle Bobby. And a lot of people know him as Robert Kiyosaki. And, okay. and I zoomed uh -huh. into everything he teaches. Yeah. Um, yeah. As it may, on the uh -huh. internet, you, you do know, you know, you, you start seeing more of it. And then, yeah, boom, of I saw an event in South Africa. And right. I went through, and guess who was in there? Who was uh, doing the seminar? It was now my good friend, Leroy Slava. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and in there, he was talking about how he does property. It, it really hit me hard. Like, we can do this. Yes. But at that time, my wife and I Your your video is lagging again then. So you were saying that time you had Let's go. So, yeah, so, so, so I'm in the I'm in that seminar, and I'm sure there's you know lots of people who attend these seminars, and I'm I'm liking what he's saying. Mm. And at this time, the farm is is really going down, like property yeah. going down. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. we're making twenty grand on the farm. The 
debt, repayment, everything else that we need to do on the farm is kind of like 80 grand. You do the mess, <laughs> we're, lo- we're losing money. I can, right? Yeah. And, and I was like, hold on. I, I think I can do this, but now I don't have money. So I go mm. back home and I tell my wife, I'm like, dude, I, I went for this training thingy and this is what they were saying. Um, my wife is like, mm, nah. And I had to kind of like persuade him in a different mm. angle. And then eventually after six months, we went in. Again, Leroy is in front. He is doing what he's doing. <laughs> and my wife stood up and she just went at the back when they called for people to pay. My wife yeah. went at the back and Leroy's sister was paid. in the back. And she <laughs> paid. Right? She paid for the master class <laughs> or she paid for the, for the whole mentorship. So she, she paid for them. Um, they, at that time, they would call it um, um, the master class, you write. And, yeah. and we attended the class, um, I think it was December 2016. And whilst yeah. I was in that mm-hmm. class, right, everything else mm-hmm. that yeah. was happening to us was being yeah. explained in the front. And I was wow. like, but we didn't need to be at this point. And mm. we had all of this money. We could have just gone out and bought property, but we ended at that time. So it took me about yeah, another yeah. six months or so for us to rectify um, or selling off the farm. And we were mm-hmm. down to run about three million or so. And whilst I was in the classroom, I yeah. gravitated to what they call sourcing. So looking mm. for opportunities for other people. Of course. And because I, I didn't have any money. Yeah. There was no bank mm. that was going to give me any money. So mm. I gravitated to mm. that. Mm-hmm. And, and I started with my coach at that time. We saw the value of having a coach. And literally, we went in in the class, got a coach at the end of it. I plugged on to mm-hmm. my coach. I remember my coach mm-hmm. asking me, you need to view at least 100 properties within the next 30 days. And I said, wow. I can do it. And he said yeah. to me, okay. And mm-hmm. I remember by day number 29, I was round about yeah, sitting yeah. on deal number 62 at that time. Mm. And he was saying, you see, wow, I told wow. you, you can't make it. And I said to him, but how many of your students, how many get to run about 60? And he said, yeah. you're the first one. And I was like, <laughs> okay, wow. so how many people normally get to? He says, well, normally about five or six. Absolutely. I'm like, oh but I haven't found a deal still. So I'm getting frustrated. I'm on deal number 62. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said to me, look, you still have about five more days to go. So if you continue mm. within our competition, who knows? My deal number 63 was a very good hot deal that I ended up closing at 160,000. We put okay. in a reno of 50,000 and yeah. we were renting it out for 5,000 rand. And that is the only deal that I've ever put money in and I put in a thousand rand into that deal. How did mm. that happen? How do you buy a hundred and sixty thousand deal with one thousand, and you end up with a rental of five thousand? How? 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 Tell someone. So, so, so Miranda, I think this is the point mm. where I, I generally want to say to people: if you don't know what you don't know, you'll never yeah. be able to participate in it. Participate. Mm-hmm. If if if. If what we're talking mm. about here, you had mm-hmm. told me like four or five months before that without the training, I would have mm-hmm. told you, ah, that's a scheme. Nah, it exactly. never happened. Exactly. Mm. 
but but if you're educated yeah. and yeah. which which is the position where i was in i i i got the education that you can actually go out there and look for a property look for an opportunity and there are other people out there who are not able to find the opportunities like this mm. and you can combine the two and by combining the two you can literally be participating in all of these with no money at all mm -hmm. and and i have done that for the last five years mm. and i've yeah. just put in a thousand rand of my own money but i'm creating value to mm. other people to other people whilst i'm participating yeah. in the deal as well absolutely mm. yeah absolutely so it's getting sourcing. other people that is awesome so now tarai let's just explain to me is that what m5 so does Sorry, Zan. Please. Okay. Let me carry on. So, um, Tarai, so M5 Property Addicts, how do you even end up there? Is this after deal one or deal 10 that you end up with M5 Properties? How do you end up at M5 Properties and steering this ship? Yeah, so look, so life continued, right? And yeah. I started looking for opportunities and I would sell off some of these opportunities. The moment right. I would sell off an opportunity, I would go back and pay off my debt. Pay off my debt, pay off my debt. Oh, that was my goal. Oh yeah, that's three million. Okay, right. I remember. Oh. That was mm. And so wait, and you still had three million mm -hmm. rand in debt right. when you were doing this? Yes. 100%. Yeah, right. after selling oh. off the farm at a loss, right? Hundred percent. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so with all of that, um, I was able to now see when you're waking off from a point of back foot. Um, yeah, they, you, 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 there's that whole thing about having your head in the sand and you're thinking that, you know, you, you're okay and the mm -hmm. wind is still going to hit your body. And, yeah. and if you're in debt, <laughs> that, it happens. Mm. It happened to me at a point. I was depressed at a point. But yeah. I knew very well that there is no backup. If I do not get up, this is the end of me. This is my end of my family. At that point, yeah. my... Yeah. first one was born so i looked at myself and i said to myself how best can i move forward forward and the yeah. only other idea that was there was to move forward and continue looking for deals absolutely and, and the deal the deals started coming in miranda yeah. they started coming in at a point i would make four or five deals in a month at a yeah. point i would make like 10 deals in a month mm -hmm. and i realized that i'm in a good position mm somewhere along the line um we were in a class a refresher class and i then met reta and at that time oh, okay and, yes. and reta is my my one of my business partners your partner mm -hmm. yeah and before that we had worked together at accenture at the company accenture and, and oh, we were like, what are you doing here and she's like no what are you doing here are you still at accenture? i'm like i left no i'm in the bank and I then realized at that particular time, we you know, we took the conversation offline and the stuff what she was lacking in, I was winning and the stuff that the other way around, you know, and we said, okay, yeah. fine, let's yeah. work together. 
And yeah. I did one, we did one deal together that was a kind of like a pilot and the pilot hasn't stopped until today. Wow. <laughs> okay. When you was this? On pilot. This was literally 2017, <laughs> somewhere there, yeah, where we hooked up. Mm -hmm. And and yeah. I think our yeah. first project that we wanted to do, uh, it didn't materialize. Yes. You know, she at the time she okay. had someone that had so she Reza is very good at looking. Well, now 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 I'm a little bit better than her now. So <laughs> I, I think, but I think the combination of us you well. much, the combination yeah. of us together works very well. So works very well. At some point. Between the two of us, Reta was extremely good at looking for money. So she could look for money. Yeah. She had people that could say 100, um, 1 million, 2 million rand, boom. And, but she had no deals. In my, on my side, I had okay. plenty of deals on the table. So our relationship, yes. it really worked out so well to a point where the money is there, the deal is there, boom. We put the, okay. the two together. It made sense. I like that. Right. Like mm -hmm. and, and, and as we continued, we were like, hold on, but how can we make this a business? Yeah. And, and we started forging ahead to say, we want to make this a business. And okay. um, I remember us having conversation and we're like thinking, okay, so what are you busy with? What am I, what am I busy with? And mm -hmm. at the time, we literally combined everything that we had. Yeah. into one oh, business wow. okay. and mm. and out of it we we had i think around about 20 tenants at the time yeah. um, mm. and we we've literally 10x that now we're around about 213 tenants to date as of awesome. uh, q3 um but with awesome. that mm -hmm. it, it gave us the edge that between the two of us standing alone we were yeah. not able to do. Yeah. And, and as we mm. continued doing business together, we then started now seeing other loopholes that none of us were good at. Yeah. So, for instance, we mm. would buy a project mm. and it needs some renovation. Right. But none of us were good at renovations. Of course. You are not contractors. 100%. Oh. Okay. And if you look at the M5 property addicts, I've got six partners now, and all of those partners, yes, I get that. Certain mm -hmm. skill, yeah, that they bring onto the table mm. and they run with, yeah. And and um, Hubert yes. yes. literally came in. He became that partner. We started doing small deals together. He was just a contractor to us, and yeah. um, after about a year, year and a half, we said, okay, fine. Uh, look, we're looking for a partner. This is what we're trying to do. Are you keen? Yeah. And he was like, uh -huh. yeah, I'm available. I'm and, available, yeah. And he became the other partner. We were uh -huh. failing quite a lot in terms of our legal. We looked out around and yeah. Elise, boom, she's now available. So everyone in the team plays yeah. a, a specific a certain role. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Gosh, I like this. I love the power of the yeah. relationship because it was deliberately put together and it was literally for the success of, of the partnering. So I get the English that you used about partnering with you because everyone knows mm. that they are not good at one thing. 
and you got the yeah. person to do that. So today, how yeah. does M5 Property Addicts um, 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 work? What, what, is, what is the sort of business model that you use? So all of you look, look for deals or whoever finds the deal, you just go forge ahead and, and flip the property and rent it out and carry on? Not necessarily so, Miranda. So um, we, we, we now a fully fledged business. Uh, I come from a banking industry. Reta mm. comes from a consulting uh, background. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of us understanding uh, uh, business uh, structures, we, we understand that very well yeah. because and governance, because that's where yeah. we were before. And mm -hmm. not really wanting to be a corporate corporate, um, yeah. but putting in the governance because we're dealing with other people's money here. Right. Our model is very simple. Yeah. We have yeah. within the business, for instance, Ubit is responsible for development opportunities because that okay. is for me. Yes. Right. I, I, I am that person who is responsible for the investors. So you'll see me a lot out there. I talk to investors. Uh, very rarely would you see Ubit. You'd, yeah, you'd, yeah. Right. Um, I've got another partner called Daniel. Daniel, he is responsible for sourcing opportunities for us. Very rarely do you see you ever see Daniel. Uh -huh. If I'm going through to an investor mm. session where I need to be talking about legalities, structures, you're you never going to in there alone. I'm going to go with Elise. I'm going to okay. go with Reta because okay. you're talking about money. You're talking about the legality. And boom, so I'm, I'm the mouth speak, um, and my partners come through in who are qualified to do it, and yeah. they put it in together, and together yeah. now we've, we're making this like, like a solid company. And mm -hmm. out of it, literally people come in with their money, we yeah. add value onto that money by buying mm -hmm. assets, and yeah. for us, we don't flip, um, yeah. we don't believe in it, um, mm -hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if a, if a small deal comes and it's in Pompura Sprite and we don't do business in Pompura Sprite, we're not going yeah. to buy it and sell it. We are going to do it, but it's not our primary business. Okay. We are in the business of getting cash from other people, buying yeah. projects like blocks or flats. We put yeah. it in there and we make value for them as shareholders or as uh, contributors or as investors. And along the way, yeah. I also have my, my, my team and I, we also have yeah. value uh, in terms of the returns. And it's, it's that simple. Yeah, I like that. Is that how your relationship with Saki Sizwe came about? Because that's how I know you. I met you at one of your, not roadshow, um, show and tell in your partnership with Saki Sizwe. So you take Saki Sizwe's investors' money, take value to it by buying an asset, and they get um, their, their capital with interest in it. 100%. So the dream there, um, when I was working for Barclays uh, uh, APSA, um, yeah. I, I used to work in Africa, so all of the other countries oh, outside South Africa. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and for me, I what we call Stockfell here, it's, it's mm. normal in Africa. Of it's course, different it things. is. Um, and, and communities do 
like super big things. I know of, uh, of, uh, uh, in Kenya, uh, a couple of ladies, I think there's about close to about 150 of them, they literally built a university for their kids. Sure, guys. Right. So, oh, so man, have, this is just like one case. There's like many. <laughs> Right. So yeah. when I was looking at stockfills in South Africa, I started digging, digging, and digging in, and I'm realizing all of the stockfills in South Africa, they none of them are geared um, to property. It is all via yeah. consumer-based stuff. And ah, yeah. at the time, um, I reached out to um, Slee, and she had just started her own stockfill at the time. And I said to her, "How best can we?" Can we take a stock fell? This is my dream to be mm. able to, to buy properties for stock fells. I don't know how, yeah. but I think it's possible because mm. I've seen it somewhere else. And, yeah. and we dug in with Slee, we consulted with a lot of people, but because this is not common, um, Miranda, we went, I don't know how many lawyers we consulted. Um, I know. We, they we, don't we know. They think about it. 100%. Yeah. So we decided, okay, fine. Let's start with what we know. Mm. But the dream was yeah. never to have people coming in and they, they contribute money and we give them interest and pay back their money. That was never the dream. It was a starting mm. point. Okay. But mm. the thing for us is always okay. people mm. can come in co-own the properties with us, but how do you create those structures? Yes. What is the legal way? How do you pay yeah. them out? And how do you report back yeah. to South? So there's lots of intricate things yeah. that a lot of people might just say, yeah. hey, we're going to start doing it, but it's not going to work because of the intricates around it. But I'm glad yeah. that we have now arrived at a position where yeah. we can actually buy with Sakisi's way, we can buy assets and we'll start something small. Yeah. Hopefully by Q1 2021, we will have something under the, the belt. I, I believe so. The, the model has changed. So this is such an excitement because for me, it's all right, what, what that created with Sakisi's way, even yeah. the way it started, it's an, it's an exercise of participating in property just to get to learn. Sorry, Ben. Just to get to learn how property works and when, where do you get value and why it is so valuable. So I, I, I really like the fact that even a person with just 2,500 could participate, could start 100%. participating in property because most of our people, how much do they have? Vanilla, sure, you wanted to come in there? Vanilla is struggling today. Hmm. Maybe she needs to move to India. <laughs> no, you know, her, her, her Wi-Fi is normally very, very good, but it's been windy and rainy in Sri Lanka, oh. so we've been having that. So tell me, Taurai. Yeah, I was just very interested. Okay. So you haven't started buying property. Can you guys not hear me? No, we can't. Hello? Now you just said hello, we heard you. 
Yeah, no. You guys have think, a lot of editing here. Yeah, we are. Gosh. So wait, can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, but you are cracking. In the questions, I'll WhatsApp. Okay, WhatsApp. Why don't she die? Why, why doesn't why doesn't she dial in onto the Zoom call using yeah, Sri Lanka local number? That also helps sometimes. It does help sometimes. So then, send me your WhatsApp. I will ask her write the question because I I think we're gonna we're gonna um, keep him here for the whole day. Yeah, he's sending me some questions. Okay. All right. Okay. So Tarai. When you say the model has changed, does the participation amount at Sakisizwe change? I, I see now we are raising funds at Sakisizwe and people are contributing what they have. Has it changed? Can people still participate? At, they are 2,500 and the one who has 100,000, can, can everyone participate in that way? So, yeah. So, uh, SLE is very much closer to the business of Stockville. So yeah. uh, within the group, we've got the Stockville running, um, we've got the sourcing business running, we've running. got the development business running. Yeah. Uh, my, my role is to captain the ship. Um, <laughs> I and, like that. And, and Slee, she is more intricate into the details of of, yeah. of, of, of Sakisizu. Of well, what we are trying to do there is um, for us to be able to buy a property, we need yeah. to have a substantial amount of money. Of money. So the model yeah. is going to be still contribute whatever you can. Mm -hmm. However, at a particular time, it needs to reach X amount of money. Of course. Okay, and so that you can be allocated a, a certain share towards 100%. that money. I like that. You Now you're giving me an idea. We're going to have to bring Slim Dealer back. For everyone who's listening, Slim Dealer was on episode number seven, just when we started our podcast. And she came to explain the Saki Caesar model. And it was, it was such a brilliant, brilliant um, episode, very popular with our people. And I think we need to bring her back when the model changes so that people can understand because M5 Property Addict and Sakisizwe, this model that you've created just speaks to everyone. You know, even your entrepreneur who just makes 3000 per month, it gives yeah. everyone hope that you can start on your property journey, not like me and you, where we needed to lose some money first and come back and, you know, and people who know how to, manage that asset can carry on and manage the asset on your behalf right i like that very much yeah mm. so how many projects has m5 done so far to arrive um since, since yeah we became this this corporate I how many projects have we done you um, know <laughs> it's yeah. how many cities first how many cities and how yeah. many yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so we are in four cities, right? And we're soon going into the fifth uh, city. Um, we, we've been looking quite a lot in, the, in, in Free State, uh, particularly in Bloemfontein. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, because we, we want to look, we want to save the community for students there. We see yeah. that there is a need. Um, 
And so that's number one. So we are in four cities at the moment, Debem, Pretoria, Cape Town, and uh, Johannesburg. Um, and in terms of how many projects we have done, wow. Uh, I had a look at our yeah. report for Q3. And yeah. yeah, the way we track, or should I say the way I track yeah. what we're doing is how, many, how much of an impact are we doing? How many, how many tenants do we have out there? And okay. at the moment, we run about 213, somewhere there. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And, and we, we should be hitting 380 students uh, yeah. by, the, by the year end. Um, yeah. But in all of that, in terms of physical properties, it's yeah. potentially just over 70 properties somewhere there. Um, and, and for me as an individual, yeah. I don't get excited anymore by the number of properties that we have. I really get excited by uh, the impact that we are putting in, how many jobs we are creating, yeah. uh, how well is the, uh, our brand really doing out there to serve the communities in this, uh, that we are serving in. In those areas. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, um, okay. Okay. And, 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 and I like all, that. all different businesses. Okay. And are you only doing student accommodation, Taurai, or is it mixed? Even some of your units are being tenanted by, by families? So, so our business is split into, um, if you look at it from in terms of opportunities that we look at, yeah. we, we are in three aspects but three of those strategies literally boils down to two. Um, So the first one that we do is student accommodation. And student accommodation could be in a normal house, could be in a block of flats, it doesn't really matter. Absolutely. And the second one is we do affordable accommodation, anything from a bachelor all the way to three beds, right? Uh Again, it can be a house or it can be um, in a block of flats, um, and the third point, or should I say the third strategy, is we do developments. However, developments are more particularly for affordable accommodation. For affordable, okay. So it's one, one in two. Okay. And 100%. what is the average yeah. return on investment, right? If I invest with you and you raise money from other people's money, if, yeah. So what is the average rate on investment? Um, return on investment yeah so currently we the the returns uh, so we we get to have uh, what we call premier investor a premier investor is anyone who's got a minimum of hundred thousand they come in mm-hmm. and um, the return there is literally 14 percent per annum okay. and per annum. Mm-hmm. correct and you are looking at 14 percent in a market where the ordinary person is potentially getting around about 7%, 8% at the bank. So we're literally doubling up their returns there. Absolutely. The mm-hmm. beauty of it is that the, the property, the, their income is backed on a, pro, on a particular property. So when yeah. they're investing with us, they yeah. know that their money has gone into number four, Shumba Road, or number yeah. five, Houghton Road. And yeah. as and when we do show and tells, they can literally come through and see what does Shumba Road look like? Yeah. Um, and uh, at the time of this recording, we were actually busy preparing 
to go oh. through into a show and tell. Show and tell. Where? On a building in Florida that we just bought and um, it's about 30 units in total, 15 residential, uh, eight commercial and six, oh, wow. seven uh, commercials. So on Saturday, um, yeah, it's going to be lit. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I wish I could be there. I've got a mentoring session on that at that time. I've been to your other Florida and I like that the contractor took us through how you do the renovations. And that's how I keep telling people about Sakisizo. Actually, what I was talking to was really Sakisizo to say, you come and see where your money is being put. You right. see how the contractor was thinking. He doesn't waste money. And he thinks about long term, even the type of paint that he chooses tells you that he's thinking about your money and stretching it as much as possible. So I really like this, this session. Are there any other investors who are not premium investors? And what are the, what, what, who do they look like? What, what amount of money do they put in? Yeah, so, so we've got um, sort of like the big boy teams. Uh, mm -hmm. People that that uh, that we call business partners, yeah, um, and we don't promote that out there to other people um, openly in the public. Oh, um, but basically, a business partner is someone else who's got a minimum of three million rand and is hard cash, and potentially yeah. they've got a good credit to either be it as a business or uh, as an individual. And yeah. they literally come in with us as proper business partners. That's the yeah. second uh, product. The, the third one is where we have, and this is this is kind of like an exciting one that we we started off. And this one here, we we're calling it um, uh, M5 Chad. And what we are doing is that people are coming in, and they invest yeah. for a, for a long term. So nothing less of three oh, years that you're in with us. Yeah. But your yeah. money that you're putting in at that particular time, we are going to buy properties cash. So we buy pro property number one and we will renovate it, make it look pretty. And we go out there to the bank and then we bring in the bank, which means that the bank is going to release the equity on that property. The equity, okay, so right. you refinance so that you can release money to carry 100%. on. Uh -huh. And instead of paying you back your money, so you, you are part of that company. Yeah. So instead of us giving you back your money as an investor, yeah. we roll over that money onto project number two, project number three, yeah. project number four. Yeah. Yeah. So in a nutshell, your money is growing over these three yep. years, uh, both in cash flow and in equity within in that equity. company itself. Yeah, yeah. You have your money working and it couldn't be working in the bank, isn't it? It couldn't be working as hard in endowment policies, isn't it? That is 100%. such an incredible me uh, a model. And, you know, it, it, it sounds like a very good model for people who are still in their corporate jobs, who have got, who are liquid in cash and they don't know what to do with their money, right? So those are the kind of partnerships. I think it works for two people, uh, yeah. particularly. So it works for uh, the person who is, it overly someone who is busier with mm. something else. And like uh, it can be, you know, a job or it can be a business. But yeah. you also understand the mm. fact that 
uh, property is a stable environment to invest in, right? Yeah. Right. So that, that's the first person. And the second person is the individual mm. who does not have the skill to do yeah. what I do. Of right. To look for these buildings um, where people don't see opportunities. We see yeah. those opportunities. We bring them to life and we, we're making it work for both of us, both the investor and both for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Sarai, this has been like, yeah, you've just taken us to another level. This is absolutely incredible. Then I mm. feel like we've asked everything that we really wanted to write to, to, to let people know about M5 Property Addicts. We've, we've been watching them for a whole year now. Have you got anything else? I feel like I'm full. On to the next segment of our show, Magical Feedback from our hosts, where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. Hey guys, so welcome to Magical Feedback. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, this was a really, really interesting show. So, Mizo, go. Oh my gosh. I'm going to let you start on this one. <laughs> okay. Amongst the many, 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 many things that Taurai said, um, let's pick number one. So, how M5 came about was that Taurai and Reta met at one of the Sapin's uh, master classes, right? Mm. That tells you education, right? Mm. It's important. Education, mm. property investment, education first. So that's where they met with Reta. Reta is one of the partners who does business development in their, in their business. And how they decided to put M5 together was that Reta has got an ability to raise funds. TJ Taurai is good at finding these deals. And that's how the two of them came together. They were the first two partners in the, in the whole M5 partnership. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is the significance of relationships then. Yes. You know, when people can know each other's strengths, just like we do yes. this podcast, and yeah. you don't know the stuff that happens on the background, relationship yeah. is so important because yeah. I, know, I know that you've got my back. I yes. know that you just want the best for this podcast. So you yeah. go and do certain things that I have no ability and no capacity probably no yeah. willingness to do either, right? And that's exactly what, <laughs> how they got together. And all of their other partners, one knows that he's a contractor, um, Jubei is a contractor, yeah. Reta does the business development, TJ mm. speaks to the investors, Elise does all the legal work in their business, wow. Daniel knows how to source opportunities mm. and deals. How fun is that? How fun how is that? Awesome. Because how awesome is that, right? Because yes. without your network, because sourcing deals takes time, talking mm. to investors takes time, business development takes time, the legal yeah. stuff takes time. So yeah. at some point or at any point in property investment, you need relationships. Amen. Amen. Right. I mean, like, I was just thinking today, Mizo, like, I don't yeah. know what I would have done without the relationships that I have. Like, I yeah. could not have gotten this far 
at no. all. Like honey and I wouldn't have gotten this far without you, yeah. without Maya, without yeah. just like people to talk to and ask Absolutely. for advice. Because guys, at one point, the, it looked like this deal was just not going to go not. through with the building. I know. You know, it was just like we just got to an impasse with the OTP, and then we had to get Maya involved. And then, like, literally, Maya in, like, five minutes was like, just add this clause. It will yeah. sort everything out. It will out. settle the seller. Absolutely. Guys, we added that clause. Everybody was happy. Business moved on. Yeah. Like it That's is mind-blowing that That's sometimes it. things will fall through because you don't know what you don't know, right? And with, the, with someone who has years of experience, in five yeah. minutes, they can figure out what the problem was because yeah. we were all like, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then it was just like one clause settled everything. No and problem. As you can see, as property mentor, you know this much. And then mm. Maya's legal head knows something yes. else that, that will settle the seller. And he put it in yeah. there. And it was like, boom, done. Overnight, everything was okay. Everything was set. I really like those inputs. Yes, it is. What you've said means all powerful. So my... My first takeaway was I think of myself as the guy who thinks ahead when he said that. So this really hit me because um, my coach, one of my business coaches has been saying to me, don't make us uh, stop making decisions based on what is happening now in your business. Make your business decisions based on where you plan to be income wise, company wise, lifestyle wise six months from now and a year from now because yeah, the decisions that, that you're making huge. right now are for the they like they are going to have repercussions for the six months from now and a year from now so she's been saying live into that woman rather so it's been such a it's i've had to like have this shifting in sure that's a huge shift. What has meant what that has meant is to think about what am I building six months from now? What am I building a year from now? When we're talking about business, um, when we're talking about your business strategy, when we're talking about um, income goals, you're not the decisions that you're making are not for right now. It's that. Wow. It has yeah. to be able to sustain even for six months from now so that it's easy to just step into that. And then six months from now, you're making decisions for the six months I later. like that. Oh, my God. That is it has so been, funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite a mindset shift. And it is. It so is. So when he said that, it felt like it was exactly what my coach has been saying has to been, me. Yeah. You know? And I think then it's such a... It's such an important thing to bring at this time because yeah. the COVID-19 um, yeah. saga tends yeah. to freeze you into space, right? Yes. And yet the two of us know that we have launched and we are working on products that were brought on by exactly the very same the, the very exactly. same pandemic. So what we're going to share with you on the podcast in the future and whatever was brought on by exactly Exactly. The COVID is supposed to keep us back. So, that, yeah. yeah, 
I think Taurai brought, yeah, that was such an important thing to say. Yeah. I like that, I like that very much. Now, yeah. let's talk about something that I have, I have um, spoken to one of the mentees about. Um, Taurai had a farm mm. that he had to sell as a distressed seller and had to sell yep. it a loss. And it left yep. him in a three million debt. Imagine mm -hmm. that, three million, right? But what yep. he didn't do was stop. He kept going, right? And yes. what he did, he started sourcing deals. He spoke about yes. it. Sourcing deals means finding a property and then putting the seller into contact with the buyer and then he would get a little percentage out of the deal mm -hmm. once it is completed, all right? So mm -hmm. there is no market price for what sourcing, sourcing is going to pay you. Sometimes it's 2% of, of the complete deal, sometimes it's half a percent, sometimes it's 3%, depending on the deal. Now, I tell some mentees about a no-money-down strategy. Can you see that this strategy can even yeah. be adopted by a student today, yeah. by a houseman who is just starting out and earning his 4000 at the hospital, mm. by anyone who says, oh, they tell me property is expensive, I can't start. This yes. is one of the no money down strategies in property. That's why I, I love like property. That. That's why I love property because it's so undiscriminating. It doesn't care mm. how old you are. It doesn't care about your profession. It doesn't care about any yeah. any of that. So yeah. as long as you put a good deal together, buyer meets seller, and the property gets sold, you don't even need to be an agent yeah. in that sense, in a, a registered real estate agent. Mm -hmm. But it is mm -hmm. one of the no money down strategies. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love oh, that is so good. Like it's so powerful. And I think yeah. I think this can actually inspire many people. I right. Oh, so. this is a this is awesome. So um my other takeaway was just like when he said because he moved he went into an industry where with the farming with the chickens, where he didn't understand the industry. So when like something chicken. big hit he got like they lost 40,000 chickens, right? And for me, it comes back to the power of like either, and what I also liked about it, right, was as he was doing the chicken business, right? So there are two different things to this, right? The first yeah. one is sometimes we know what we don't know in an industry. So he knew what he didn't know and he yeah. went to go learn that. He went to study at other people's farms. He would go work there so that he could come back and implement it in his, in his farm. But then there's the other aspect of the, you're new to this industry or you just, you just don't know what you don't know. That's what I love saying that, right? Because that. that's the thing that like always trips me up. It's the things that I just didn't even know I needed to know. Needed and he didn't that. know that, right? And so when he moved into property, he, he really, I feel like he set himself up better for that versus then when he started the chicken farm. He went, exactly. he got the education, he got the training, he got the coaches and I feel like we keep belaboring this point about education and coaching, but 
all our guests come on here and talk about they it. They talk about the same thing. About a coach, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, there's no escaping it. And no. part of that is that because things will happen out of left field that you don't know, but also having a being a, it's also very, very important to be able to find a way to build ourselves back up. And sometimes that just means feeling what we're feeling and being able to get help for the next thing that we do or to find a strategy. And that's what he did. He went and he got a coach for property and he started sourcing deals. Yeah, that's it. And that's where you learn. And that's how he paid up the three million, by the way from all those sure. sourcing that is like incredible right that is, that is that incredible. amazing yeah that is amazing. i like what um uh, tarai shared with us and i'm wanting to share this particular one this particular strategy of um, participating in property investment and m5 properties m5 property addicts they've been using uh as their equity partner then and that mm. means even your smallest entrepreneur, even a student that has 2,500 mm. can participate at Sarkis right? But yeah. now they have launched a new product, which they call M5 Chart. It's a long-term strategy where people mm. that have got, that are, uh, uh, that are, uh, that are money flash, they've got money sitting in the bank. Yeah. In your savings account you are lucky if you are getting 3.7 percent interest back in your money market you are probably getting seven percent eight percent who knows but bring your money here at m5 property addicts these people have flipped 70 properties already they function Mm. in four cities they've got teams in all four cities so you've got your money and it comes and works hard here yeah you're going to get minimum per annum of 14% rollover mm. so that they can buy more more properties at cash and they revamp yeah. and you always get a financial statement you co-own those properties and you've got someone else using yeah. your money to buy yeah. properties that you probably were fearful to buy city center Cape Town what do you know about it but yeah. you've got this 500000 that's sitting in the bank and they buy a property for cash or they use all the 500000 to refurbish, but you always get your money out. I thought this is a very good strategy for people who are busy. You know, I've got my colleagues who ask me all the time mm. on the phone, what can we do now? I've just been retrenched. I've got 450,000 sitting in the bank. Here's another way yeah. of participating in property. While, while you buy a master class and get yeah. yourself a mentor, have your yeah. money work somewhere else. How about that? I thought that was oh, a great, it's that such is a great strategy for some people who don't know what to do. You know, you've got exactly. today, what to do with it. What do you do with it? Oh, M5. that is, yes, I love it. It's so, I so powerful. Yeah. Um, so, wow. <laughs> Have um, you got a final one? 
Yes, I did actually. My final one was actually how he was very clear on the podcast, and I went on their website as well um, and checked it out as he was okay. talking. And yes. they are very, very clear that their return on investment is fourteen percent. On the website, it says fifteen percent, but it's not a great variation, right? But yeah. just the clarity again, which we keep coming back to of yeah. just being clear on what the return on investment per annum is on yeah. the investment. When people are buying into the deal with you or when you are investing on in a property, what is your minimum return on investment that people can expect? I think this Thank is you. important because it keeps coming up. Otherwise, yeah. what we do is we just take any property deal that looks good versus a property deal that like actually is in alignment with what with the return that we want right so i think that for me is i underlined it actually i was just like wow every almost every guest that we have comes on here knowing exactly what their return on investment is for to invest on in any property you know so that is super powerful yeah. Oh my God. Amongst other other takeaways, really. Right? You know, it, it, they, there were so many that Taurai spoke about. They really about. were. They were. They really so, were. But we've got, yeah, bad as guests, I, can, I have to say. Yeah, we, we, we really do. We loved doing this. Yeah. Yes. So yes. let's move on to the next segment of the show and hear about his magical expansion. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Hello again, property magicians. We are having an interesting day today with Vanilla's uh, Wi-Fi not working. We are on to the next segment of the show, the journey to magical expansion. These are the same five personal questions that we ask every guest to help us understand how they create money magic and expand with ease. So Tarai, are you ready for your five? Yeah, let's shoot. I'm going to start with the first quest. Let's shoot. Tell me, is there a book that changed your life that you want to share with our listeners, Tarai? It could be a business book, personal book, um, a novel, any book. People find titles on this show, actually. That's how most people get to, to, to read. Mm-hmm. So, so, Miranda, there, there is no one specific <laughs> book that has helped me. Um, I, I okay. didn't used to read books before until around about six seven years ago and um, it would be unfair of me not to to mention um anything and everything that robert kiyosaki has written Um, i have dived into it the the book that kind of like opened my eye my eyes was obviously the rich dead poor dead i think a lot of people can testify into it Mm, of late the two books that have also opened up my eyes again by right. Robert Kiyosaki is why the rich get richer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and the and the latest one is called fake. 
and I was reading fake. I'm still going into it. Um, mm. But here's the thing here, um, Miranda, about reading books. Mm. In every book that you are going to read, I think it is about you, the individual, in terms of what are you getting out of the book? Out of it. Mm -hmm. And for me, Miranda, I, I've got a simple process. I want to read a book. Yeah. I want to learn as many things as I can, but I'm going to take five. Yeah. Five takeaways. Yeah. On the five takeaways, yeah. within the next 30 days, I'm going to implement three things. Yeah. And when I do that, I go on to the next book. But if I don't yeah, implement I those things, then I was just reading for social, not for, for social. I like that. Yeah. A book must be read and then action must be taken. Got 100%. And, and, and for me, um, I, I like to enjoy quite a lot of, I'm, I'm a historian. If, I think if I, if mm. I wasn't doing property uh, stuff, or should I say if uh, being a historian gets you paid more than being property, <laughs> I, I would go into, you know, historic stuff. Autobiographies. Yeah. And the reason like why I'm saying being an historian, because you can see from when someone started and when they ended. They ended. Mm. So, so look at Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller. We can all read. We know what, how much of an impact he made on earth. So yeah. how about reading from start, how he started off, Look at yeah. your own life. S yeah. Still a couple of things in there. It's no longer stealing because yeah. he's dead now. And yeah. all the way to where he finished off and see how does it reflect into my life and how can I do better? How can I do better? I 100%. like that. Absolutely. Second question. What then keeps you inspired? What gets you out of bed, Taurai? I, I have not even achieved one single goal on why I'm doing property. Yeah. Um, so in my book that I wrote, uh, From Bed Dead to Property Mogul in two years, I speak yeah. about my childhood of when I was born and for the fact that both my parents dumped me, I could have been in a children's home somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I could have potentially died where I was dumped. Yeah. But someone else took me in. Yeah. And, and one of my goals, Miranda, is to make sure that this is one of my big goals. To yeah. make sure that at some point, mm -hmm. it's, either, it's either I am looking after some children somewhere okay. that don't belong to me. It's, it's a home, whether I can start a home or something like that. Okay. Or number two, it's a school for the underprivileged that I am contributing mm -hmm. into. Yeah. I'm doing it in a very small scale. Small scale, okay. Compared to where I think my capability mm -hmm. lies. And, and, and for that, for me, mm. it, it really keeps me going. And I'm always saying to my team, guys, until the day that we are going to be looking after a house with a mother and a father and five kids, yeah. that is the day that we are going to start thinking that we have arrived. We have arrived. Right start now? Thinking, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number three. What do you wish you had known 
or done before you got to property investment, um, Taurai? Any regrets? What do you think you wish someone had told you in 2006? I, I think all of it boils down to personal development and personal development much early in your life. Had, had I taken heed of personal development at a younger age, I really think that I could have been I see. extremely far from where I am today. So one yeah. of the things that yeah. I'm always kicking myself in the foot or in the bum is, why didn't I start yeah. much earlier? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But at the same time, you could, you probably wouldn't have had the lessons if, if you hadn't had the life challenges before the personal development came. But that's such an important thing to bring up, Tarai, because some young male is listening to you, you know, some young male is listening to you and they will believe you rather than me. So let's go on to number four. What else do you think you still need to learn in the property space? Is there anything? Miranda, You're doing so um, many things. Yeah, so I, I, I generally say if you, if you already know that you want to learn something, then yeah. why don't you go and just do it? <laughs> um, because you know, it's in your awareness. Yeah. Right? For me, it is the things that I don't even know that i need to learn you need to learn oh my god and and, and, yeah. and i know that i want to be i want to have any impact on africa i know that i want to have a global presence so for me how do i grow to be that person who does not think south africa how yeah. can i take myself to be a global citizen, citizen and still be yeah. able to participate at a global level mm -hmm. and what what is lacking yeah. and for me that's what's lacking okay and every day oh. i'm learning into it every day i'm connecting with different people from different areas different towns different yeah. cities for us to yeah. for me to be able to get to the next level than where i was yes. yesterday absolutely. absolutely yeah absolutely that's true vanilla keeps repeating uh the i don't know where she had it from when you don't know what you don't know still you know, so there's lots and lots and lots to learn. And 100%. the last question on the journey to magical expansion, what property resource would you like to share, Taurai? A book, a podcast that you absolutely are faithful to, or a YouTube video, any of that? Right. Other than my book? Um, oh, please tell us about your book. Don't forget to do that. Come on. Yeah. This is so your time. Mm -hmm. so, so, so I think for anyone else who is yeah. just wanting to get their feet and understand what I do and understand how mm -hmm. to do property, copy and paste exactly what I'm doing. And yeah. I'm giving away my book for free, the hard copy part of it, right? Really? Then, yep. You can just go onto my website. I'll even sign it for you. Um, all you need to do is uh, people need to pay for the courier service which is round yeah. about 150, 160. Boom. Right. The next day, it is at their doorstep. Awesome. 
And what is the book called, TJ, for someone who's listening? Because we've got diasporans who are listening to our podcast. If they are listening and they want to buy it on Amazon, are they able to do that? Yeah. So Amazon is there. Um, so the book is called From Bed Dead to Property Mogul in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the, the free offer is between now and all the way to 15 December, they can only redeem it on my website, which is taurajack.com. Right. Um, yeah. But I want to come back to um, resources around yeah. property. Yeah. There, there are so many resources out there. Yeah. And, and I'm of the view that when, when one person is hungry, the teacher will appear. I I am not a fan of giving out resources. Go and learn this. Go and learn this. It's because that was my journey when I was yeah. hungry. Yeah. What are you hungry for? If you're really hungry for it, it will find the teacher you. Teacher is going to appear for you. Absolutely. The internet these days have become widely open for us. It gives us opportunities. Yeah. There are so many people in South Africa now that are able to, you know, teach and things like that. Um, There's so many books. If you just go into a shop, there is so many books these days that you can start reading, reading about. The the idea for me is start first. The moment you start, you're going to be intrigued. The moment I spoon feed you, you are not going to be intrigued. Yeah. You're going to receive yeah. and that's all you do. If yeah, you get you just intrigued, right? If you get intrigued, you are going to say, So what is this student about? Student accommodation. Yeah. Also, who's offering yeah. the classes? Oh, where yeah. do I get it? Yeah. The learning path really becomes yours to learn. Yours. And that's Amen. when it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you find that the when you stumble on one resource the next one just appears because you are looking it's looking for you hello vagile so right please tell everyone where to find you and where to find your book your contact details if someone is listening to you and says i want to follow this guy around or i want to come to the show and tell on saturday how do they find the information about this Awesome stuff. So that just Website, a disclaimer. Email. Yeah. So just a disclaimer yeah. around the show and tell. It is only open for people that have invested on that yeah. project. Uh, so it's kind of like ring fenced. Um, okay. And it's not going to go out to the public. But okay. for anyone else who's wanting to okay. um, to participate or to find us, boom. I am everywhere on all social media as M5 Property Addicts. In some cases, it's one word, and in some cases, M5 is separate, yeah. properties are one word, and addicts is a different word. Yeah. 100%. All right. M5 property addicts. Do you, do you have an email where they can find, when they can send an email to M5 properties? Some people sure. are not on social media. They can reach us on info at m5propertyaddicts.com. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. This has been an awesome journey, Tarai, and congratulations on your book, by the way. I was very excited to see it. I've heard your story several times. It's Sapin, and 
you know, it's, it's interesting to watch a person from a distance. And thank you for sitting on the couch with us and getting down and personal and sharing your story because these stories are about inspiring the next person and the next person. 100%. So, good luck with your thank, ventures. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you at, property, at M5 Property Addict. Sorry about my co host. She's having internet trouble, which is very weird for her. This is That's usually cool. my story. Okay. Thank you so much, TJ. Awesome stuff. Um, you, can, you can let know, Vangile, that I said hellos and uh, thanks again for hosting me. Absolutely. All right, cool. Um, thanks, guys. You let me know when it goes out. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at Miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at Miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.